This podcast is part of E2C Network, where we share the whole Auburn experience. For you Auburn fans, welcome to No Huddle, your source for Auburn football news and discussion, part of the E2C Network. I'm AJ Richardson. I'm also here with Jared Davis. It's Georgia Hate Week. I want to hate them just even more because, you know, Jared, you and I live in the state of Georgia. It's just that much more of a rivalry now for us personally. Um, but this is going to be a tough one. As we know, um, the only glimmer of hope after the Texas A&M game is you look at Georgia and they're not as much of the powerhouse as they have over the last couple of years where you're just like, yep, they're going to dominate. They're going to be really good. Um, they're still number run, number one in the AP poll right now. It's going to be a tough one. Um, Jared and I were kind of joking. We were like, we can make this one pretty short. Uh, and that, oh, George is going to win. All right, we're done here. I mean, that's kind of our gut, but you just never know, right? Like SEC games, rivalry games, in Jordan hair, you just don't know, right? So, Jared, how are you feeling coming into this game? You know, probably uh, for me personally, I'm deflated um, from last week, but how are you feeling coming into this game? <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think George is beatable, um, but I don't think they're beatable by us right now. I mean, it's kind of, I hate it because I really, George's defense is still really good. Their offense is coming along, but I've watched several of their games and, and I have Georgia buddies that are even saying this, like they're not the, just the, the, they're not steamrolling you, right? Or if they do, it's happening later in the game. It's taking it's taken more of their depth to do it, and they're not just getting you up front like they used to. So, um, I mean, I watched the South Carolina game, and honestly, um, South Carolina was in control of that game until halftime. Now, Georgia mm-hmm. came out and did something very wise and got Brock Bowers, their best player involved, it opened things up, and Georgia got two touchdowns, and that was it. That's all they needed. They didn't blow them away, but their defense is so good. So, you know, yeah. I, I mean, if I thought we could put up 21 points I would say hey you know you know a, a crazy turnover here and there maybe we win but I don't I don't think we can get to 21 even um I think our D could probably hold them to the 21 24 range being that it's at home yeah I'm not saying we will but I like that's not crazy I've watched them play and I've watched our D play yeah I just don't think we can even get to that yeah and that's the struggle I mean like in most games in the SEC, you're probably going to have to put up 20 points, at least, to win a game. Um, just with how, how potent offenses can be and how explosive a lot of offenses can be. Um, you know, you may be able to hold them for three quarters, but at some point, they're going to score some points. You rarely see any shutouts uh, in just generally college football. Um, so that 20 to 24 points, I mean, is what Auburn would need to expect um, to put up um, and, and could Auburn I mean there were even a couple of drives against Texas A&M where you know you, you know, Peyton Thorne doesn't overthrow a guy or Robbie doesn't overthrow a guy and you hit a wide receiver crossing route and you know you get a drive going you may even score on those plays you know can you hit that against Georgia because guess what if we get one opportunity like that Georgia's gonna correct they're going to figure things out. Kirby's a good defensive mind. You have to capitalize when it's available. And that, that's going to be the key is can we do that? Um, 
and and does that mean doing it with Peyton? Does that mean doing it with Robbie? Or maybe even heck, I don't I don't know if we do this, but you know, throw Holden in there, see what so we see what we can do. Um, so that's kind of my mindset coming into this is let's keep trying things because we have to to figure things out. Um, Jared, my 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 other thought is as much as I want to beat Georgia, I want to start figuring out what our offense looks like. And part of that is that just what is working. And if we can figure out what's working, you know, if that's with the run game, if it's with Robbie, if it's with uh, any, anybody, like, what are we doing? Um, and we got to figure that out. Um, and, and I think Georgia is another good game to figure that out because they're going to have a good defense. Um, they're going to stop us a lot. We're probably going to have some good, some threes and three and outs, but on the drives that we keep going, and keep moving. Can we finish? Can we get the touchdown? Um, that's going to be what I'm going to focus on for this game. Finishing drives um, when they get going. Because with Texas A&M, it felt like just even getting into the red zone seemed nearly impossible with them. So, um, Jared, let's get into our players to watch uh, for Auburn on offense. Who are you going to be watching, Jared? <laughs> um... I don't know. I guess probably the running backs because, okay. like, that's probably our most talented players. And, you know, I think that we are going to have to put a focus on getting them, you know, more involved, even in the passing game, maybe. So, I mean, it's easy answer to say our quarterbacks, who's who's going to be out there, right? But, um, yeah. you know, I think that that is more – I think what's going to have a bigger – if we're going to win this ball game, it's going to go through our running backs because those guys, we do have three. I know Demari Austin's out, but even with Batiste, because he, he showed what he could do. Cobb's already shown what he can do. We know what Jar – that's our best group on the offensive side of the ball. So um, you've got to find a way to get the ball in their hands more and yeah. let them try to make plays. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's – they've t- shown glimpses of it, you know, passing the ball to them and kind of out of the backfield because Batiste seems to be the most capable of all of them when it's passes out of the backfield, just from the small sample size that we have so far. Obviously I think Jarquez could do it, but we got to figure that out. Um, And that's one area I think we could focus on Um, offense for me. I mean, I feel like the easy one is going to be either quarterbacks or wide receivers um, just because wide receivers seem almost non-existent getting some spacing and when they were it was the quarterback not hitting them when they were open i mean like it's it's going to be like a combination of the two like how is that qb wide receiver chemistry going um whatever that looks like um it needs to get better uh, and we we again we showed some glimpses of it in at sanford but that was sanford <laughs> we played an sec opponent and uh that did not look good against texas a&m for defense, Jared, who are you going to be watching for Auburn? I guess probably just the defensive line, honestly, the whole unit, because I do think now their quarterback, Carson Bates, coming along, right? But I don't think, you know, I don't think he's going to beat you if they don't have a run game um, or it will mm-hmm. be more challenging. I don't, he's not going to go out there and yeah. sling it around the park if he doesn't have the added advantage of a run game. And, you know, I mean, we've, I was very. I know we gave up probably chunk. We gave up some chunk plays against A and M, but for the most part, I felt like we 
stopped their run pretty decently yeah. on the majority of the time. So I was very impressed. Been super impressed with the defense as a whole. Ron Roberts has done a great job. And honestly, at home, if we can get the crowd in it, the longer we, you know, I, I was watching the Georgia-South Carolina game, and they didn't score a point in the first quarter. Um, and they said the last time that's happened was at Georgia, um, Harson's first year. I mean, at Auburn, Harson's first year. So, hmm. you know, Jordan here is not an easy place to play. Yeah. And if you can give them any hope at all, that defense will be really fired up. I think the best way to do that is find a way, sell out, stop that run. D-line's going to have to play big. Um, if you can do that, I think you can make this a game that at least still matters in the fourth quarter, which crazy things happen when that's the case. Yeah, definitely. The player, I think, on defense I'm going to be watching, and, and I, I totally get like what you're talking about on a defensive line because that's, that's where it starts. I think where it finishes is going to be whoever's on Brock Bowers whether that's a linebacker, whether that's a defensive back, whether that's a safety, whatever it ends up being, that person needs to be on it because Brock Bowers is a difference maker for them. He's right now Georgia's leading receiver, which gives you any indication of that's who they're going to when they really need it. Um, If you stop Brock Bowers, that forces them to go to their different wide receivers, which they're talented, but there's an element of, all right, we're slowing down their key receiver who makes crazy plays and has since he's been there. Um, and you got to stop him. Uh, so I think whoever's guarding Brock Bowers. For special teams, Jared, who are you going to be watching? Um, I think it's going to be McPherson. Um, I, you know, I think that their D is just so good that if we do win this game, it's going to be, you know, somehow by field goals. I'm not saying we won't score a touchdown, but the field goals are going to be huge. You know, I could see us potentially getting some things together and getting, you know, inside the 30, but it's just so hard to score on them once you get yeah. there. So he he's we're going to need him to be perfect. Um, and that may still not be enough, but any chance we have, we can't. Every facet has got to be perfect, and that's, you know, we got to take these points when we can get them. Yeah. And and I, I hope we get in at least a few situations where we get to use him. Now, in an ideal world, sure, I would love for us to get touchdowns, but our track record against Georgia's defense, especially under Kirby Smart, has been he's he's not going to allow many touchdowns against Auburn. And I know it's new coaching staff, but it's a lot of the same players. Um, and I, I don't necessarily know if that's going to be the case, if we can put up a, a good number of points. I mean, I, I still think there's so many question marks in our head that special teams is going to be one of the difference makers. Um, and, and for me, it's it's Oscar Chapman because I, I have a feeling we're going to have lots of times where he's out there punting. And can he flip the field for us? I mean, he did a good job against Texas A&M, um, even the time when the ball went over his head. You know, like he, he recovered. He did what he needed to. Oh, that was um, an amazing play by him. We didn't talk about that in the last podcast. No. Yeah, that was awesome. I mean, that that's kind of like what you need because that could have been so bad. He could have, yes. you know, not been able to get the punt off. And guess what? Texas A&M gets the ball up midfield or whatever it was at. Yeah, not good. Um, he did a great job. So that that's awesome. Um, and, and I really hope he can start getting some, I mean, I know he has the capability to, to get some really long kicks. 
um, that that's going to be key. Um, let's talk about our score predictions. Uh, so I want to talk about what we did preseason. Um, one interesting thing, and I don't know if ESPN's updated this. They always do their little matchup predictor. Uh, preseason, they only gave us an 11% chance of beating Georgia. Now they give us an 18%, or at least this is when we're recording this on Sunday, uh, an 18%, which means they give us more, which I'm a little shocked about. <laughs> I, I, I think they're going to rerun those numbers and bring that back down by the they're time even game scratching time goes their, around. Their, yeah, they keep putting in the, the numbers in the algorithm. And they're like, really? Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's what it says. Yeah, yeah, we're using right. our AI and whatever. <laughs> AI apparently does not watch, you know, you know, offensive performances from previous games. <laughs> yeah, um, or if they are, they're they're weighting it heavier on smaller games like Sanford, which that should not be the case. Um, let me, let me give real a real quick glimmer of hope, okay? Because listen, I am as down as anybody. We didn't look much better against A and M. And Harson's first year with Bo Nix, we went out there. Mm-hmm. I don't think we scored a touchdown there. It was very bad. I think it ended like 20 to nine or something. I don't know. Um, and we went on that year and literally could have won nine games if Bo stays healthy. We almost beat Bama even without Bo and Andrew TJ, right? So, like, yeah. things can turn around. And it looked bad. I mean, the offense looked bad then. 2017, the offense looked – we had 120 yards against Clemson in 2017. And we almost mm-hmm. made the college football playoff. Now, having said that, I don't think any of that's going to happen. I think we have some major issues. However, um, one game, and I'm speaking to myself here, one game does not define your season. If they do figure it out, our schedule sets up, especially for our home games, to still win seven. And I think if you win seven, you're, you're on schedule. Um, yeah. If you really figure it out, we could win eight. But I would say that there's still a chance to win seven, still a chance to be competitive in these games against Georgia, which is really all you're looking for at this point. Get the talent in here. Now you can talk about winning them. Yeah. Make it close if you can, even if it's only for like half or something. That's my hope if we could keep it close. I don't think that will necessarily happen right now. But you start, again, building towards that and understanding this isn't just about this one game. It's about the future of Auburn. Um, and you can't just say, hey, we're going to beat Georgia, which obviously we want to. You got you to gotta think, how are we going to do this in a, a gradual way? You can't necessarily just throw everything and say, we're going to beat Georgia this year. Probably not going to happen. I would love to see it. Don't get me wrong. That would be one of the biggest wins and, you know, even Harson had a big win against LSU down Baton Rouge. And you're thinking, that's awesome. But you look at his tenure and you're like, that's not good. That's not good enough. Um, so you got to build towards that. Um, and I think Georgia is another kind of stepping stone and figuring things out, um, especially offensively. Another question uh, mark for this game real quick, and I know I'm just randomly throwing stuff out, but this is Carson Beck's first road game. And yeah. I mean, I know that Thorne has played UMass and Sanford at home, but Thorne at home, very comfortable, great passing. Thorne on the road, l- looks lost. Yeah. So this is Carson Beck's first road game. Now, he's so talented, and they're just such a great staff over there. I hate to say this, but they are. So they're going to have him prepared, right? But, you know, it would not be surprising if he comes in and struggles a little bit because he's never done this before. Yep. Well, and then you throw some of the crazy 
Ron Roberts type right. That's what you I, know, yeah. blitzes. And you know, we, we start getting a little bit into Carson Beck's head, you you're giving yourself a little bit more of a shot there. Um one other thing and I I don't know if this plays into like our our game itself, but one really cool thing that we're doing for this game is we're honoring the nineteen ninety three Auburn team. Um that I think arguably even uh, what was it last week, uh Jimbo Fisher was asked about Auburn and he reflected back on that team. Uh, just saying, like they were snubbed out of going to the national championship. Um, so, you know, I do uh, think he mentioned the '83 team. However, um, the '93 team also did go undefeated. But it, oh, you're talking about '93? Yeah, you're right. You're right. At the, no, no, you're good. I because th- I read the article. He was talking about how Auburn in '83 was uh, uh, they beat like seven ranked teams and they were yeah. number two, I think, and then they win their bowl game, and Miami jumps them from, like, number five. So, yeah, um, which made me actually like Jimbo for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that feeling. I know, right? But you're, you're 100% right. 93 team went undefeated, but that was the team that was on probation with Terry Bowden. Um, but, yeah, I mean, people don't realize. I mean, we've had – we've probably had as many or more undefeated seasons in the SEC than anybody else. I mean, you know, even all of Saban's – national championships haven't been undefeated seasons um so yeah um we've we've put together some good years yeah definitely um so let's give our score predictions for this and then get on to the final segment of an Auburn fan perspective of the sec um score predictions i i had us preseason um losing i think by 10 points uh i'm gonna bump that up a little bit i think we're gonna lose by 17 points i would love to see it closer uh, but i just think it's going to be kind of like the the game against uh, Georgia was it last week with South Carolina. And you're like, yeah, like South Carolina hung in there for a little bit. But at, in the end, Georgia, just their their firepower is going to, going to come out. Um, and they're probably going to out-talent us. Um, I would love to see it happen other way, otherwise and us being it a little bit closer. But I don't know, that's, that's where I'm at right now. Jerry, what are you thinking for this game? You're a wise man. I think Vegas has it at 17. Um, I was surprised they didn't put it at higher. I think 14. I mean, I, I just keep coming back to 24-10 in my head. I think that – I think our D is not bad. And if they didn't lose too many players from A&M, because that game, people kept going down. But if we're semi-healthy, I, th- I think at home we probably can hold them to 24. Can we get to 10? I don't know. Um, I'm just praying that we can, and that's, you know, that's not a win. So what does it matter? But yeah, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go 24, 10. Yeah. So let's transition to our final segment and all our fan perspective of the sec. I didn't get to watch a whole lot. I was on the road, um, getting to the, the beach, uh, with some family. Um, but I did see some highlights, um, of things. Uh, I kept up with the Ole Miss Alabama game that it was close for a minute. And then, all of a sudden, it wasn't. <laughs> Georgia or Alabama just started taking things over, um, which I feel like was expected. Um, so that that was a good top fifteen matchup, um, one of the better uh, matchups in the game uh, of the Saturday. Um, another kind of close one, and this was a little closer than I thought it was going to be. Number twelve LSU barely beat Arkansas, thirty-four to thirty-one. And, and it was all towards the very end of the game. Um, LSU finally had their little push. They were 
they were kind of fighting from behind a little bit for most of this game and uh, finally finished things out with a field goal um, at the very end of the game uh, with five seconds left to play. That was a great game, man. There was no defense, but it was fun to watch. Yeah, I know. I know. It didn't necessarily feel like a good SEC matchup, maybe just because of that. But it was fun to watch either way. Um, Georgia and UGA, uh, or U- UAB, sorry. <laughs> Georgia and UGA. That would be a funny one yeah. to watch. Who, um, who wins? Georgia. Yeah. Georgia and UAB. Sorry about that. Um, Georgia beat uh, UAB, but for a minute, I even got a text from my dad who's like, Georgia and UAB are tied. And I was like, yeah, that's not going to last for very long. But no. sure enough, it was tied for all of five minutes. Um, they did give up 21 points. Yeah. They gave up 20, which is more than we're going to score. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That's I mean, sadly. if we score that many, I'd love it, but it's probably, it's probably not happening. Um, Mississippi State versus uh south carolina that was another close one um south carolina edged that one out 37 to 30 um and that was more or less just like a holding on south carolina held on uh for the lead and uh rattler their quarterback started getting the hot hand um he played well so um that still kind of this part of this bigger transition in mississippi state i mean i just looked at Mississippi State's numbers, they're still passing the ball a ton. They Will Rogers had 48 passes. 48 passes. Like that's that's the kind of stuff you know, like Mike Leach would throw out there. You know, probably having to even more. So Mississippi State's still in that transition of you know, air raid offense to kind of a more pro style or balanced type offense. So that's kind of what happened this last week and uh, I, I feel like the SEC, now we're getting into some SEC play. Uh, it's really starting to show you where where teams are at and uh, again, I'm, I'm, I said this I think the last few weeks. I think the SEC, while it is struggling, give it time and we will uh, start rising back up just because the talent level is still there. Jerry, before we get out of here, how can the people stay in touch with you? You can find me on Facebook under my name, Jared Davis. And uh, you can find me on Twitter, A-J-A-Y-J-A-Y underscore. It's always great to be an Auburn Tiger and War Eagle. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode on the E2C Network. On your way out, I want to remind you to stop by E2Cnetwork.com. It's your one-stop shop for all our content across our podcast, YouTube channel, and much more. To stay up to date with us, make sure you're following social media accounts such as Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. While our content here may always be Auburn sports heavy, if it's orange and blue, it's what we do. War Eagle.